another episode of American Dudocracy. Duo, duocracy today. Yep, just a duo. Missing Mr. Dave. Yeah, Dave is <laughs> Audi today. We're thinking about Dave and we're going to blame everything on Dave tonight, I think. You know, yeah, he's a good one to blame. You know, <laughs> he's a big target, so. Yeah, yeah. He, can, he can handle it. He can uh, he take a bullet. Take a bullet or two, or at least especially rubber bullets, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably has, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the taser. Right. Shoot the taser at Davo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Dwayne, how you been, man? Been good, man. Yeah, just making it through. Had kind of a weird election here. I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, we lived through election. We I made think it it's, through. I think we're still... Uh, Waiting actual results on a couple elections here in Colorado. Except for Florida. I think Florida came through night of, right? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, is it just me? Like, I guess, you know, we're primarily not going to get into all the politic nonsense. But oh, it's... Right. Dude, it's... Is it just me or like... I remember when elections were a day. Oh, yeah. Like, wasn't that like all the time? They were just a day? Like at midnight? You knew. Depending on where you lived, it yeah. was done. Do I want to wait up and find out who won or just get it in the morning? Yeah. 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 And now it's this. You never know. Ongoing yeah. cycle of like every time I turn around, I feel like I'm reading something about more ballots that are, have been given a deadline beyond election day. Yeah. Like what the. Makes no sense. It's crazy, man. Yeah. It just. Yeah. Can't imagine why people think there's cheating going on when it's <laughs> yeah. there's no set boxes just show up at the last minute. <laughs> oh, we forgot these fifty thousand. <laughs> yeah, somehow there were three hundred thousand votes that came in and only voted for one of these two right. candidates. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, if you're gonna do it, at least you know, kind of randomly throw in some other votes just to <laughs> make it not not look so jacked up, right? Maybe even write in like Ralph Nader or something. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, you know, I, I will say, though, I'm glad that the political ads are finally over. Not that I listen to or watch too much TV, but it's it's always a pain in the butt, right? You're watching a YouTube video or something, and then you get that stupid political ad popping up. So I am glad that that's done, at I least can't, for now. And I can't tell you how nice it is to drive around town and not see a billion vote for me bullshit signs, dude. I'm so right. I am so over <laughs> elections that yeah. I, I'm, I'm already pissed off that people are announcing campaigns like the next day. Like, dude, give us a break. Right. Right. Just stop. You know, and I'm, I didn't mail mine in. I don't know if you did or not, but I went and actually draw. I, I, I was just too late. Really? It was, I intended to mail it in and, and I got to the last like Friday or something. It was too late to mail it. So I'm like, I'll just drop it off in person. Right. So I'm kind of new to junction, you know, and I, I'm not, anyway, I drove around. I'm like, okay, I'll just look for a vote here sign. Couldn't find one. I typed it in the phone. I couldn't find one. I finally had to go to the DMV. Oh, wow. To be able to drop off the, the ballot, the ballot. I was blown away. Like, what the heck? Huh? <laughs> Isn't that weird? They used to have, you know, used to be able to vote. Dude, the fairgrounds, like, like the fairgrounds used to be like in the towns that I've lived in, it seems like the fairgrounds right. have always been an open vote area. Well, the libraries. Yeah, yeah. That I too. Mean, I went to the library because that's always a place and no, not, not, not this time. Wow. That was weird. 
That's a weird deal, man. It's, I, I did mail mine because uh, I had to go back to work before election day. Right, right. So I like filled out my ballot and signed it. And, and the wife took him in and dropped him off at one of the secure mail-in ballot places. Um, so, you know, I wanted to, I guess, point out a couple things about the, the voting stuff. You know, when you, when you hear terms like mail-in voting, like that is, that is different than an absentee ballot, right? Like an absentee ballot. Cause I did those in the military An absentee ballot is, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're going to be out of the country, out of the state. So you have to request um, an absentee ballot. So it's something you have to kind of do ahead of time. It's not a last second decision most time. Um, and, and to me, I believe, and I'm, I'm probably going to miss some people here, which is fine, but, but I believe military should be about the only absentee ballot votes that should be allowed, in my opinion. Yeah, because they're out of their normal town, most yeah. likely out of state or right. out of country. So yeah, that makes perfect sense. And they're yeah. in zero control of where they have to be and when they have to be there. Uh, maybe the Air Force isn't. I don't know. I think the Air Force goes wherever they want to and where they don't want to. That's just a dig of the Air the Force. The remote drone pilots are probably based locally yeah. too, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I got to throw right. in my digs. You know, as a, as a Marine, I got to throw in my digs once in a while <laughs> as I eat my crayons. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, I'm I'm... I'm so glad to be done with voting. And yeah. and I will say, so I guess here we are talking, <laughs> talking about it, but <laughs> you know, I will say, I think it's, I think it's, it's kind of exactly, it turned out kind of exactly how it was going to turn out. It's like neither side got what they wanted. And now here we are with more lame duck waste of money bullshit going to happen for the next couple of years. Right. And yeah. like, it's pretty much, it just highlights for lack of a better term earmuffs. It just highlights what a fuck show we have going on in our government. Yeah. So I'm glad it's over. Yeah. So peace out election. I don't even want to talk any election shit. Right. For at least a year. Right. Like, I'm just over it, dude. Yeah, exactly. One last thing on that, though, before yeah. we move on. the Everyone is is getting the mail-in ballots now, right? So pretty yeah. much everyone is in the same category as the military, is, which is weird. Right? Yeah, I, I, mean, I get one every year right. or every they, time. They, they mail you the ballot, and then if you show up to the precinct at, and to vote that day in person without the ballot that they mailed to you i don't i think you can still vote but i think they treat it a little differently it, it's it's strange it yeah i haven't quite got my head around that yet. and that's different than what it was 20 years ago you know it just it's different i think i don't know that i like that but because i the everyone's last absentee <laughs> yeah, yeah the everyone. last presidential election so biden trump when i voted I, cause I do get my mail in ballot. I didn't use it. I went in and actually voted in person that mm -hmm. election cycle because I was, I was very leery about the process is yeah. what I'll say. Yes. And it was, so basically you go in to vote in person and, and you have to self verify that you have not mailed in a ballot. Like that's the big check. You didn't, you didn't mail in a ballot, right? Okay. 
go ahead and vote. I don't know what the QA process is. So if you did and say you didn't, you know, I, I can't imagine. You, you, hopefully you're not lying and they check, you know, your name and blah, blah, blah. Uh, to me, it seemed like a, a pretty easy check. If you've got one already in the system and you're putting it on the end, you should, they should bust you. Right. And if you've said you didn't, then I think there's penalties and fines and jail maybe. Yep. Uh, but I don't know, man. They, they have it figured out in the financial world, right? Like if you run out of money in your account, they'll they'll know. They'll hit you with a overdraft fee. Oh yeah. They'll know right away. Like there's yeah. no delay. They'll you get a text right then or before an email. it happens. <laughs> exactly. But yet we can't figure this out on the voting. Yep. Strange. Anyway. Just enough elections for now, huh? Yeah, At least we got yeah. another eighteen months or so before. Let's, uh, <laughs> we'll just put it away. That doesn't mean that yeah. in the future we're not going to poke a whole lot of fun at some of these idiots and the stupid shit they say because that's just our duty. Yeah. And it's a big duty. It is. It's uh, our job. Yeah. So I think we uh, shoot the last go around, man. We were we were talking about uh, the diesel shortage. Mm-hmm. And I've done a bit of reading. We were talking about oil refineries and how there hasn't been a new one in America in like 40 years, uh, which is is the case. Since the 70s, right? Yeah. 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 yeah it's crazy. Um, so, so 50 years. <laughs> 50, 50 years? Well, f- yeah, depending on when 40. Right. Mid, yeah. Yeah, late coming 40s. Coming up on 50. Yeah, coming up on 50s. For yeah. all of us, uh, us deniers that don't want to think the 70s were 50 years ago. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Reality check. Um, yeah, we've kind of got this weird. So if you, if you're not living in a hole, uh, you've noticed that gasoline prices have slowly ticked down a little. They're still like double what they should be, uh, at like three eighty a gallon, uh, and diesel like six, seven bucks a gallon. It's insane. And to not know why, right? Like why is diesel? I get asked that a lot. Why is diesel so high when gas is so cheap? And it comes down to supply is the short answer. Um, And after doing some reading and doing some studying on this, like a dude, I've been in the oil and gas industry for 20, almost 21 years. And of course I'm, I'm upstream, you know, do drilling and completions and provide the raw materials to the refinery. So I don't really know. I'm definitely not an expert on the refinery process. So are you a dirty fracker then? I'm a mother fracker. <laughs> uh, dirty fracker. Yeah. I think Dave was too. Isn't Dave a dirty fracker? Oh yeah. 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 Tonight he is. Whether, whether dirty, he is or isn't. Yeah. yeah he's, he's getting blamed tonight. He's dirty something. Yeah. <laughs> dirty Dave. Dirty Hayes. Yeah. yeah. Dirty Hayes. Mayor Dirty. Um, <laughs> he, uh, we love you, Dave. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, and this will teach you to miss out. We're just going to hammer you, you know, because that's what that's what buddies do. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, welcome to the – that's part of the dudocracy, right? Like, this is what men do to each other. You, yeah. You talk a lot of shit. Exactly. That's how you bond. Yep. Um, but <laughs> but so to learn about the diesel-making process, uh, a couple things I've learned. Uh, one – So for every, like to start at the basic concept, right? For every barrel of oil. So when a barrel of oil is produced out of the ground, it goes through the process, the pipelines, the trucks, and then it shows up at the refinery. A barrel is 42 gallons, which a lot of people know that, but a barrel is 42 gallons of liquid of oil. 
out of that 42 gallons of oil for every barrel of oil that will make 22 gallons of gasoline out of that barrel for every 42 gallons or one barrel of oil, they will only make 11 gallons of diesel. So about half, uh, because Mm. it takes more oil to make a diesel fuel than gasoline. So that's lesson one. Um, it's a, like a two to one gas to oil ratio or gas to diesel ratio for every barrel of oil that comes in raw. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's lesson one. That's why diesel, there's less of it per barrel of oil um, that's made anyway from raw material. Uh, but second part that I've learned is how it's how the market fluctuates. And like right now, you know, though there's the diesel supply is going to run out in 10 days. It's not a it's not a, a supply issue. It's not like we don't have enough material, but it is a delivery. It's a tight delivery schedule. So kind of counterintuitive to what my mind thought uh, when you hear Biden, the president say things like, <clears throat> excuse me. Well, he says that too. <laughs> 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 um, so I, I guess I was <laughs> quoting him. Let me quote him there. And then now I'll, I'll not quote him. Um, when he says things like, Diesel and fuel supplies are so expensive here. We need to cancel exports, right? Right. And as the average day, everyday consumer, I'm like, yeah, why the hell are we sending that away when we should keep it here and make it cheaper for us? That actually hurts. And, and how that hurts is. Now, are they exporting diesel specifically or just oil in general? Diesel. So he's looking to cancel the diesel exports yeah. specifically. Okay. So canceling diesel exports, right? Because, oh, we have a diesel shortage in America. But what that does, um, because the diesel makers, the diesel fuel makers, the refineries, refineries, they have a very limited amount of storage, right? So it's constantly build it, sell it, build it, sell it, right? So it's supply demand It is in its truest form, supply demand. We have this much we've already bought coming in. We have to sell it. We have to find a place to sell this or we'll overrun ourselves. So when you limit the refinery's ability to have more potential customers, they have to really hone in their process and not make too much and definitely not make not enough. Mm -hmm. So it really makes it harder for them as the supplier to run their business. Because if they have the ability, let's say America today is using 80 million barrels of diesel. And I just pulled that number right out of my ass. I don't know, whatever. 80. That sounds good. Yeah. 80 million barrels of diesel today. But then the price goes up 30 cents tomorrow, so less people drive, and tomorrow we use 70 million. So it goes down 10 million. Mm -hmm. Well, here, their adjustment on the fly, where does that 10 million barrels go? Do they stop making 10 million extra barrels for the day? Or can they make that extra 10 and maybe ship that 10 overseas somewhere so they don't have to interrupt their process 
So then we as Americans, when the next day we burn 15 million more because we cut back 10, we don't have this yo-yo effect all the time, right? Yeah. Um, so it's counterintuitive to what I thought. Hmm. My initial thought was, yeah, yeah, stop exporting that shit. Keep it here. But that doesn't help. And and where you find those answers is you actually have to go to the people that do that. Not not some governmental agency. Imagine that. Because they know it all. Because right? they just know what's going oh, on. Yeah. Uh, and not some talking head politician bullshit artist. You have to actually go to the people that know the process. And you're like, how how does that hurt? And then after they explain it, it makes sense. It's like, holy shit. So here's the government getting involved. Oh, Biden posturing. Oh, we're going to stop exporting. And it's just going to make it fucking worse. Wow. Imagine that. The government. <laughs> yeah. I'm from the government. I'm here to help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. It's over. So, yep. so that's a little bit of what I've learned uh, about the process. Interesting. Which is, which is crazy because, you know, there's not a lot of difference between diesel fuel and also heating fuel. I was going to ask about that. So that's got to fall in the same category as far as refining process, right? Yeah. They're, they're talking about the Northeast, heavily reliant on heating oil, and that's kind of right there, hand in hand with a diesel shortage. So the same process for that. Very similar. I, uh, from an outside perspective, they appear to be very similar. Uh, they're both a distillate fuel, distillate fuel, uh, which means you know refined again, um, and they're specifically made. Right. So again, that is yet another knob in the balancing act of making sure you have enough, but not too much. Cause if you're running that business and your business, if you overcommit and buy too much raw product, where do you put it? If you're not moving it on the other end, right? So if I'm making t-shirts and I order a million t-shirts, but then I only turn around and sell half a million, what do I do with the other half a million raw t-shirts that came in? Like, do yeah. I do a sale? Right. How do I move them? How do I ship them? Where do they go? Like, oh shit. Uh, if what I hold on to them too long, do I have to lay people off? Do I have to shut down a portion of my factory when I could just simply look at my regular customers, AKA America and go, you know, if you guys are going to not use that, then I'm going to open the door to this group of people I could potentially move this extra product to. And then my processes stay smooth. Yes. Yes. So when your are America's needs change, I'm just ready for you. Right. So it's more of a priority is what the government should have done. They should have issued more of a priority on the supplies where, hey, you know what? Ship what you need to for the excess. But when we get down, you know, we need to make sure we keep the American going first. Prioritize America's needs. But yeah, they're not doing that at all. That's, that's scary. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, Matt, talk through... The refining process. It's it's a little bit more complex than I think most people are aware of, right? It's so walk walk us through that a little bit. It's quite a bit, right? Um, so from the ground level on, on the ground, coming out of the ground literally. <laughs> yeah. I like to start there. Um so when you drill a well, drill a well on the ground and then you come in and you frack it, you mother frack it. <laughs> dirty fracker, dirty, dirty frack and dirty Dave. <laughs> we'll just call it Dirty Dave from here. Dirt, when you dirty Dave, you the dirty, dirty Dave, okay, dirty Dave, the the fluids. 
uh, you bring the well online. And as you bring the well online, of course, there's, you know, water, natural gas, oil, uh, solids, whatever comes out of the ground. Uh, comes up through the wellhead into the separator, and that's the first part of the refining process, technically. Uh, hits the separator. Uh, the separator on the ground is, you know, a scrubbing unit, essentially. It brings in the fluids, the liquids, the solids, and it separates them out into their perspective um, next flow process. So if it's natural gas, uh, the natural gas will go through the separator. Um, the liquids will go into storage tanks on site or down the line to another area. Uh, along with any oils, they'll do the same thing. And then solids will go to kind of the same process. And then the natural gas will be carved out of that, scrubbed out of that, and it'll go down into the pipeline. And then the natural gas will go from that particular well pad, that separator into a pipeline or a gathering line uh, onto the next station or compressor station where it might be repressurized, reboosted, and sent to the next hub. Where, you know, from a natural gas standpoint, you get to the next hub, which may be a centrally located compressor plant or treatment plant, uh, which takes it, rescrubs it, recleans it, uh, does that process again, more liquids, more oils, pulls out maybe even on a molecular level, might separate methane and other things, um, which then puts it into another system, which transports it back around the world and essentially delivers it to your home. And that's kind of the natural gas process. And of course, there are other things that they do with that uh, compressor station um, that, you know, for vehicles that use natural gas for fuels. Uh, so they'll have like a gas station for natural gas, basically like a big propane tank. Same thing we're mm -hmm. used to with propane. Yep. Um, and then oil. So oil goes through the same process that I outlined initially. Uh, it'll hit a separator. And it'll go either into a pipeline, potentially, and get, you know, piped over to another station like the natural gas, or it can be stored on site because it's liquid. So it can be stored in tanks on site. Uh, and then the operator will gather enough oil uh, to make a sale, right? So then the sale happens on site. They'll call whatever trucking company, whatever um, oil handling company that mm -hmm. they might utilize okay uh they'll physically drive a truck out D dave's trucking dave's trucking dave's trucking <laughs> there you okay. go okay dave shows up in his yep. truck yep uh, he Dirty takes dave. takes off his mother fracker shirt and puts on his mother trucker shirt <laughs> and uh dave comes out and picks up the oil <laughs> all right Takes the oil from the pad Don't and he's spilling you now, dirty Dave. <laughs> dirty Dave. <laughs> dirty Dave's trucking drives it to wherever the uh, refinery might be for that local hub. Uh, sometimes it'll take it right to a refinery, or they may take it to another major transport system, which then takes it by rail or over the road trucks to a refinery. Uh, so then that that liquid will hit the refinery. And when the raw material comes into the refinery, um, you know, of course, they store it based on specific gravities, you know, how thick the oil is, how thin the oil is, how heavy, how clean. I say clean in quotes because it's more kind of along the lines of when you think of gear oil versus motor oil, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, gear oil is a very heavy, dense, thick, thick. Uh, yep. kind of smells like BO in my opinion, um, gear oil, very thick, heavy, 
kind of soupy oil mm-hmm. syrupy molasses heat yep right where like motor oil when you think of uh like 30 weight uh very like yellowish gold very clean looking smooth almost to the touch um so you know different levels or cleanliness of oil <clears throat> and it's probably cleanliness is probably a bad word to use it's probably more like um transparent viscosity. or viscosities yeah. right yep. So they bring in the oils. They'll separate it initially kind of by that. And then they'll start heating it. So the heating process, right? Uh, they'll heat it up. And as they heat it up, of course, different fluids will separate out based on their specific gravities. So just like with, well, with soap and water or sand and water, dirty water, muddy water, coffee, you let it sit long enough, the solids fall to the bottom you get the next layer of a little bit murkier fluids. And then the top stuff is the very clean stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, So with that process, then they'll peel it off and they'll have this liquid that's identified for uh, potentially heating fuel. This, this that comes right off the top for like gasoline, some of your cleaner, hotter burning. um, Yeah. The higher ends, lower ignition point fuels, right? Which would be gasoline, um, kerosenes, uh, what else? Um, starting fluids, I guess, things like that, uh, will come out of the top. And then the next level would be like your diesel because it's kind of a blended oil, lighter fuel that comes out of that. And then you have, like I said, your, your gear oils and your, your really heavy, thick stuff kind of on the bottom. So, you know, what I learned again is barrel oil, 42 gallons, 22 will go to gas around 11 will go to diesel, uh, which leaves what 30. So that's 33 leaves about nine gallons left. Uh, and out of those nine, you know, they'll, they'll go to like gear oils, things like that, but also, uh, making items, you know, plastics, manufacturing, manufacturing, which that gets into a pretty crazy list of things, uh, which I think is probably really fun to talk about. What is made from that stuff? Well, there can't be that much made from that, Matt. It's just oil. It's dirty oil. It's dirty right? oil. Keep yeah. it in the ground. There can't be that much made from it. So, yeah, do we want to, yeah, if we, if we talk, <laughs> keep it in the ground. Keep it in the ground. What yep. does life look like right now if we keep it in the ground? Um, I think you'd have to go back to caveman time, right? naked caveman (laughs) yeah maybe that's the um, well adam and eve time frame we're on to them yeah we got a bunch of perverts that want to leave it in the ground so everybody had to be naked yeah busted figured it out yep that list is cover up with leaves yeah that's your clothes leaves literally hug trees (laughs) um you know that list is massive uh depending on where you go to look up that list it can be 8,000, 10,000, 100,000 long. Uh, if you look around the room that you're in right now or the vehicle you're in right now as you listen to this. The clothes you're in. Everything. Yeah. The he- everything. Heated, heated room you're in, most likely. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, the solar panels are made with fossil fuels. Windmill parts and pieces the concrete that is comes to your house is all excavated and made and mixed and 
Fossil fuels touch everything. Medi- so, medications. Yeah. Aspirin even has. Lipstick. Lipstick. Yep. Lipstick. Uh, you know, looking through that list, uh, there's a lot of things, um, which I'll, I, you know, I'll have to pull it up and read some of them. Um, but it's, it's you know, Matt, did comical. you know that the can of tomato soup that was used to throw on the artwork in the, in Europe, remember when they did that, those crazies, that can was made with hydrocarbons, right? <laughs> so, so the very, the very item they used to destroy that precious art was made with what they were protesting. <laughs> it wouldn't have been possible had it not been for what they were protesting against, right? Yeah, and I wonder, I wonder uh, what kind of glue doesn't use fossil fuels. The, yeah, I was going to say yeah, the glue. There's yep. not a yep. glue on the planet, <laughs> not a glue on the planet that doesn't have some sort of fossil fuels in right. it for the container, for how it's made, how right. it adheres. You know, I think medical, we could just look at the medical industry, two yeah. things, medical industry and then food industry, right? Those two right there, how much advancements have they seen due to oil and natural gas? Right. What would those industries look like without that? What would our global food supply look like without artificial, without fertilizers, without being able to increase the the amount? It it's it's scary. It is, these people don't understand that. And I think that's that's missing. People need to know <laughs> where this is coming from, right? Oh yeah. And you know, to recap, I guess just to go right from some of the bigger chunks, right? Um I think we the world has now crossed over the eight billion threshold in population. I think in the last week, I do believe. Wow. Okay. Um, and if not, we're we're right there. We're right? right. Yeah. So eight billion people. Wow. Fifty uh, percent of those people, right out the gate, fifty percent of those people would die of starvation if we left it in the ground. So just half of you. Um, we shut down the world. What, what about save the planet though? Isn't, well, it kind of saves the planet, I guess <laughs> in a Thanos kind of way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> right. all these people throwing yeah. soup just, on, just click, click your fingers, yeah. right? Snap. Thank like, goodness. They're not running around trying to collect infinity stones. Um, <laughs> but then again, they'd have to use a spaceship that oh, has to like know. flap its wings to fly. I don't know. Right. Made, made out made of, of leaves, <laughs> leaves and logs, <laughs> moss, yeah. um, fueled by moss. Yeah. Spider webs and shit. Um, so half the people, uh, and, and you know, that stat is a little old too. So when we say half the world's population in the 1950s, 1950s, I believe 1930s, 1940s, uh, they predicted that by the year 1950, um, we wouldn't be able to sustain the world's population um, mm-hmm. given the current trajectory on food wise. Right. So mass starvation as of in the 1950s. Well, and then it got even worse. They repeated that yeah. in the fifties, sixties and seventies. They right. doubled down on that. Oh, well it didn't happen in the fifties. We really meant the eighties or nineties. Just like global warming, climate change. Catastrophe. If we don't stop Selling now. Fear. Yeah. More fear. So yeah, so so at yep. least half. I'm gonna say probably to the tune of like sixty 
percent or 70 percent three to four billion is what the globe can support without yeah without fertilizers and whatnot from natural gas so if we go from eight billion to three billion you lose five it's only five billion you know that's a little more than thanos snapped away yep um so he snapped twice but you're saving the planet though yeah yeah saving the planet yeah um so there's that that's one of the things that goes away without fossil fuels (laughs) and and how does that happen so so fertilizer that shows up that you go pick up from the store um nitrogen ammonia fertilizer uh all of that is made by stripping things away from natural gas and separating particles and creating ammonia which nitrogen enriches blah 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 which makes food grow uh, so that's one thing and that's comes from right from natural gas mm-hmm. natural gas um that is the thing that provides that so if you leave that in the ground there's that uh so kind of a big deal yeah so that's that one yeah. thing you yeah know, we're not just, even getting into the the nice cushy iphones and things we're just talking three five billion people just, just five billion dying uh starvation right but it's it's a humane way to go because we're saving the planet the yeah. world is better off thanks yeah. to your sacrifice isn't that's that part right. of the movie yeah yeah that's right uh, is that woke wokeism children of thanos <laughs> thank you for your the thank world you tips your... toward balance because of your sacrifice yep uh so that we snap. have that snap so what about the what about the jet that al gore uses to fly his private jet yeah and leonardo dicaprio you know another outspoken environmentalist and and the, the dozens and dozens of other ones that fly across the country, go to these global summits and protest and, and claim how good they're doing. <laughs> dude. About, right? Dude, I, I like to think about that on just, just the singular level, okay? Like if, if I'm, <laughs> if I'm an environmentalist and I'm like, the words leave it in the ground or we have to move away from fossil fuels. If I legitimately am and that's coming out of my face and I mean it and I get on a, any kind of jet, whether yeah. it like, and we're not even talking like most of those fucking hosers are in like private jets, Dude, private. Yeah. With like three Goldstream, people, G4, G5s. Yeah. So like, so I mean, the citations. Oh yeah. Two pilots. And maybe you've got some, Really just coincidentally good looking stewardesses that work on your private jet for you. Wearing uh, clothes made by natural gas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Serving you wine in your little cup and glass, plastic glass made of natural gas. With a napkin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh polishing your boots and your shoes and putting on your tie and your your blended polyester. It just dude it, it never ends uh, but if if you're one of those like if if any one of those people like every time they open their mouth it it should automatically just be like it should be like the old skits where it's just the little flag rolls out and it's like bullshit because yep. they're preaching to us right like you said leonardo DiCaprio. um he has like a 350 foot long mm. yacht 
Isn't that ran on solar panels though, or windmills? <laughs> it doesn't have a big windmill on that thing to power it. It would have to be. Uh, oh, this is helicopter. You're mistaking a oh, windmill for that's his helicopter that runs on okay. JP five. Yeah, which is <laughs> not. It's that's not ethanol yeah. fuel, and that's that's definitely not electric. Like mm-hmm. it's <laughs> fucking JP five, man. Um, a lot of oil in that fuel. You know, oh. it's a great fuel. Don't get me wrong. I am not knocking the fuel. I'm knocking the jackass saying it. Right. Um, so, yeah, 350. I think it's like a 350 foot yacht. And he doesn't live on it even. That's just his thing that he likes to go do with his latest 18 year old supermodel girlfriend. Yep. Fling. Till she turns 19 and then he trades her in and gets another one. Right. Uh, but that's that's him. Right. So here he is like flying around on his private jet talking about save the planet leaving the ground and then he hops on his 350 foot yacht um which is diesel powered no doubt yep and then zero doubt don't forget he takes his helicopter yeah and goes to shore to check out the private islands to go buy groceries right now he doesn't buy shit yeah he doesn't he sends people in to get them um but i'm sure he uses the bags and the not the plastic bags i'm sure he brings his own like recycled bags reusable the yeah, so we got to probably give him credit there. Right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's big. That's a biggie. In that's the, <laughs> in the <laughs> scope of things. That man, that right there, that is going to save the planet. He's killing it. <laughs> well, sorry, that's a, no. He is killing it, and by it, I mean like by his own words, he's killing the planet. <laughs> um. So yeah, the, these folks, anybody that's like that's their stance, and you just take a quick peek into their lifestyle, and they're like, "You guys need electric cars, and you need to stop." running your set your ac at 78 because it's just as cool as 70 when it's 100 fucking degrees outside and then they go jump on their private yacht and fly their helicopters and their private jets it's like dude you guys are hosers man well and then you can go to their houses yeah how, how big a house does he have how, well, how many houses for one but they're probably what 10,000 15,000 20,000 square foot houses He's not there, but I'm sure he keeps it nice and cool and nice and heated for his staff. Yeah. Right? And some of these people, I, you know, I lived in a really nice place in Montana growing up and I didn't live in the nice place, but you know, you got to go travel these nice places. And in Montana, you get a lot of snow. Some of these nice neighborhoods, they have heated driveways. Matt, did you know that? Aspen. Aspen as well. Asp, so they heat their dang concrete so they don't have to drive. They don't have to shovel the snow. <laughs> they use natural gas to. Are you sure it's not solar or wind? Heat. <laughs> yeah. you sure? That just that, to me that doesn't make sense because yeah, they're claiming they're they're against that. So they're, they're green, man. Yeah, I think you're missing something, Matt. That there's yeah. that's got to be powered by something else. Yeah. No, I um unicorn. I. I know that there is a pretty large natural gas pipeline that goes right into Aspen. Uh, for sure. I am 100% sure on that. <laughs> and the same folks that fly into Aspen, some of them, most of them private. Yep. To I'm sure Leonardo's been there a time or two. Third or fourth home this is, and they show up to go ski on a weekend with their homies. Yeah. And they... Like probably get on their app on their phone and they, well, they, they probably tell their servants to turn the heat up, make sure the snow's melted. Alfred, 
Alfred. <laughs> um, these Dave, same folks like Dave, would you turn yeah, up Dave, the, <laughs> Dave, could you turn Dave, up the, 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 the throttle, Dave? Dave, I need it nice and toasty. Heat the driveway, Dave. <laughs> um, so, so Aspen, and I, I say Aspen because Pitkin County, uh, Aspen lies in Pitkin County. Um, Pitkin County has banned drilling and fracking. Dirty frackers. But they use natural gas that is piped in to heat their driveways so they don't have to shovel the snow. So, again, like the the hypocrisy layers that is is there is just ridiculous and and so i guess i say all this to get at one kind of bottom line point right why are we listening to them like why why how come there are people that hear these people talk they see what these people do and they just buy it hook line and sinker and try to I guess live up to this standard coming out of these people's mouths that the people that are saying it don't even attempt but to they live don't even up to. follow themselves. They don't even try. Well, it's it's fear. Yeah. They're peddling fear. That's all they're doing. So let's put this into perspectives that people can understand, like as far as what does that mean? Okay, say they fly a jet across over to Europe for an event, right? Well, what does that what does that really mean? Thousands and thousands of gallons. Of, of jet fuel to get across the pond, right? Yeah. Even on a little private jet, you're still burning thousands of gallons. Yeah. So what does that equal on a carbon footprint basis? One flight across the pond, well, you got to fly back to, right? That's way more than one year's footprints for a carbon footprint for a normal person, right? So yeah, if one trip. It, one trip, and then he already burned, he already has more carbon impacts than i do me and my family for an entire year just that one trip that he made not counting the yacht not counting the houses the houses <laughs> yep. helicopters he did driveways yeah yeah doesn't that just scream at you like what the heck is going on yeah well and and hypocrites yeah and these celebrities these people who have are completely out of touch with real life. Like they feed, they spew this shit. <clears throat> and then the part that gets me is, is the people that buy it hook, line and sinker, like are willing to pick these fights and like turn their back on their neighbor over this celebrity talking point when it's just garbage. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, until we kind of understand that as a group, as a people, as a, as us normal peons, our, us folks, more and more people need to see that. You know, if it was food, it'd be a lot different, right? Like, they'd be the big fat people preaching to everyone else, yep. you got to stop eating because we don't have enough food to go around. So, you're, yeah. you just got cut down the half of your rations and you just got cut down on half your, and you may not... You can only feed your baby every other day while in the meantime, you know, I've got a full five course meal and that that's kind of what it is. But 
it would have to go to that level for people to really understand it, I think, because they, they don't understand it. They see it. I don't know how they can't see the hypocrisy. Are they blind to that? I don't know. You know, <clears throat> it's that's part of the weird, the weird, the weird world we live in where, you know, not only are, are these celebrities spewing this nonsense, but then the government like listens to the celebrities and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to jump on that bandwagon and we're going to make this happen. Well, I need your vote. You're, yeah. You have a lot of influence. I need your vote. Oh, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, you got seven million followers on blah, blah, blah. So I, I need to get you to spread my message. And it's just crazy, man. It, it boils down to just utter hypocrisy and nonsense. And it's it's at the detriment of everyday people. And really, like if, if you peel back the layers on this, um, what you find factually, statistically, actually in reality, all of this leads to more hardship for the poorer, poorer middle class and poorer people. So the people you are trying to save the planet for, you're starving out. You know, there's a big, it's called the EJ movement, the environmental justice movement. Um, there's a Colorado just passed this disproportionately impacted community thing here last December that makes it very difficult, puts a lot more restringent um, uh guidelines and whatnot on if you're in a disproportionately impacted community you have to do a lot more right and they're going to double down on that next year but what is that yeah so what does that really do to them in the long run right right yeah they, there may appear to be some short-term benefits but what, what are the long-term benefits of that so short term uh we're not going to be able to develop these minerals around you because for whatever reason you could be impacted by them noise or whatever. But in a year's time, like we've all seen now, uh, two years time since Biden took over, but in Colorado since Polis took over. So four years yep. ago, cause he just got reelected. Um, and I'm not going there, but Polis has been I in like four 60%. years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got, yeah. 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 Our, our utility bills are up like 50, 60% since that time. And our utilities by utilities, that's electricity, natural gas. Um, those utilities are, are skyrocketing. Why? Uh, because one house bill 1261, um, requires green energy. And I say green in quotes because green is, well, you know what? I'm going to say green energy because it, it just means more money for the elites. It's green because it provides money for them. Um, so I'm going to undo that narrative uh, because that that stuff costs more money. It's harder to do. And we've we've covered this in great detail on a couple other podcasts. But but those things cost more money. And where does that money come from? It comes back to the consumer. So here you are paying more. So again, which is more of an impact for these communities that you're looking out for? Mm -hmm. um, the noise for three or four or five months while the operations are going on or the 
40 years of 70% increased utilities that I can't afford. So now I'm choosing between feeding my family and keeping them warm or cool. Mm -hmm. And that's what it comes down to. And like, I've seen it here in Colorado. It's crazy. You look at red states that don't do that stuff and, and utilities are significantly lower, um, you know, to, to go back to, uh, fuel. Now, one of the things that I learned, I looked up and there's a chart. If you go to, um, the energyadministration.gov website, you can actually see per state, the taxes that are imposed on every gallon of gas per state and also federally. Mm. So here in Colorado, Colorado, 22 cents per gallon of state tax. Statewide. Statewide. Okay. Every gallon, 22 cents. Federally, there's two tiers. Gas, diesel. Gas is taxed federally. Um, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Gas is taxed federally, I want to say at like 26 cents per gallon federally and diesel is double that it's like 50 something cents a gallon for diesel fuel Hmm. yet again why is diesel six bucks a gallon when gas is 385 in the state of colorado that's because between the states and the feds there's almost a dollar in taxes per gallon so quick side note on that too Denver is non-attainment area for the federal ozone standards, right? So they just, they've been non-attainment for a long time. It's nothing new, but they just tripped severe, right? And this was after Obama dropped the federal standard. So I think people just, oh man, we just went severe. It's getting even worse. No, the standard just got lowered. Yeah. We you were know, back we, in 08 or 09 or whenever you dropped that. We moved the target. Yeah. From, it went from 75 down to 70 yeah. parts per million. So, so the... The, the line changed, right? So the, the metric changed, therefore you're off by five more than you were before the rule changed, right? Right. Well, governor before Hickenlooper delayed that, the implementation of the severe. Well, Polis didn't. He, he denied that delay and now we're in it. So Denver has to refine their fuel differently. Now they have to actually add different additives to make it cleaner burning fuel right do you know what that's going to cost on a per gallon basis oh buddy i get 32 or 37 30 something cents per gallon on top of everything else just to have a cleaner burning fuel so if you're in denver if you're in a non-attainment area which is a big swath that's a huge percentage of the population in colorado live there right Who's that going to be impacted the most? Is it is it going to hurt the guy making 200K living, working downtown Denver? No. Yeah. It, it, that, that's a rounding error in his his math. Right? It's not going to hurt the Washington no. politician. No. Heck no. Who that's going to hurt? That's going to hurt the disproportionately impact the people. Like those are the people that they're trying to protect that have to drive further away because oh, I can't live in the downtown. It's too expensive. I got to live over here. Yeah. And you, now you got to drive a lot further, right? We, we have a lot of people in the, the rifle area that commuted to Aspen for work, right? That's yeah. an hour, hour and a half. Each way. Right? Yeah. So that's the same thing in Denver and all those areas. They have to, to commute. Obviously, just in big cities, you have to commute a lot more. So that's going to way more impact those folks than it will other people. 
is that part of their their math when they come up with this stuff? Are they having any discussions? Do these people are they aware of that? You know, they're not. They need to be. This is going to hurt you, y'all. <laughs> right? This is going to impact you. If you yeah. live right there, you are going to be paying an extra thirty-seven cents or whatever it is per gallon, just thanks to Colorado, thanks to Polis. Yeah. So there's just Colorado. There's that would be what fifty-nine cents per gallon. Just Colorado. Just Colorado, yeah. and then you add in the extra. So. So you go from an extra dollar to an extra dollar 40 a cent cents per gallon for every single gallon. Man, I remember when gas was 99 cents a gallon. Yeah. Remember that? God. I remember driving to Wyoming when I first got my license. Gas was like 89. It was like 40 something, 50 something cents. And then diesel was like 30, 27 cents. Yeah. Uh, way cheaper. So it's, yeah, yeah. Those, and, and that's what... So as you walk and you talk through these things, right, the hypocrisy, and then where this justice discussion, oh, we got to protect, but the policies that are being enacted just take away from, that's where the tinfoil sombrero comes out. <laughs> like either these people are fucking stupid or they're evil. Like it. Either way, it's not good. It's right? not good for us either way, right? So I, I tend to believe that they're not evil. I try not to believe that they're evil. So then they're just stupid. Yeah, I they're think out they're, of touch. You know, their heart is in it, it appears. I mean, I've, I've heard you but have their too. brain isn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're they're very passionate about protecting the planet. And I get it. You know, I don't want to swim and fish and, and dirty rivers and lakes either. I get it. I want to bring breathe clean air. Just like yeah. everyone else. I mean, I'm no different than they are as far as I, I hold that pretty high as far as my priority goes too, right? My body requires it. So I, I need it yeah. to live, you yep. know, it is a priority. Yep. Um, but, you know, I, to, to circle back to Jen Saki, circle back to Dave Saki, <laughs> uh, since Dave's not here, he'll be Dave Saki um, <laughs> to circle back. Uh, when that non-attainment status, I remember when that happened, right? So non-attainment, like before you're in attainment, so you're achieving your goals and then here comes Polis and he lowers that bar. So then all of a sudden, what was a, that was a, uh, it was Obama, the Obama thing. Yeah. Obama put it into play through the EPA and then and he, that's a federal standard. Just yeah. be clear. It's not a Colorado standard. That's a federal EPA standards for national air quality. Yeah. And they were able to delay some of it. So it didn't come into effect. And then Polis just brought it in and was like, yep, we're applying it. With no ifs, ands, or buts, right? So he welcomed it, mm -hmm. uh, which whatever, it's a federal law. Uh, but that, like overnight, like Dwayne said, overnight, we went from in attainment, so our air quality was okay, to then it's red. It's not okay. And, well, I don't know if it well, was okay. It, we it was were, like- We were already non-attainment, but we were moderate or- Teetering, or yeah. Yeah, we, we were not the level we are now. We went from like, from the Homeland Security pie chart, we went from- yellow to red well we were at like 78 <laughs> yeah parts per you know and so when you're when your limit's 75 you're only off by three parts per million right but when you drop the bottom out to 70 now all of a sudden you're eight parts per million parts per million off right yeah. and the federal government the epa they have these standards in place where okay if you are at this level if you're moderate non-attainment you have to comply with this if you're severe, they ratchet the standards oh, yeah. way up, right? And fuel, 
you know, modifying your fuel, you that's part of it. That's a federal standard. You shall do this to get back in attainment. You got to wear double seat belts. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah. Strap it left and strap it right. That's right. Yeah, strap it between your crotch. You got to do the whole thing. I remember, but I remember, I remember when that metric happened. That yes. metric change happened when you dropped it. Yep. And I remember the the people showing up to some of these hearings that went from our air quality i i can't even breathe anymore it's like no 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 dumbass <laughs> the air didn't just change overnight the chart color did exactly like tuesday becky dave dave on tuesday <laughs> You were okay. And now Dave on Wednesday, you're saying the air quality is so bad you can't live here. Yeah. Because this chart says it's red. Yeah. And and the people couldn't make those correlations like the skies, the chicken littles. Oh. Yep. Oh. It's like, dude, <laughs> I get it. But again, fear, right? That fear, the fear is real. I'm not saying the fear isn't real because that fear is just bought hook, line, and sinker. Oh, yeah. What I'm saying is the application is not. The change wasn't real. The the change was a metric, right? So again, it, it just it just goes to show you like to to try to even have the discussion about what climate change is and isn't. And then on top of that, to try to go into that discussion on how humans impact climate change and how they don't. And then to have another layer of discussion on what can we actually do about it and what mm -hmm. we can't. So that's three layers. And then to get into like the fourth layer, which is what is actually going to get a net benefit. So to get through the first three layers, you, you, you lose a lot of people along the way because a lot of people can't even get past the first layer, which mm. is what is climate change. Right. And then, so blah, blah, blah. So by the time you get to like fourth and fifth layer, you've already lost a majority, a, a vast majority of the population has already labeled you either crazy psycho, whatever. So then you, how do you, how are you supposed to get down to the detail mm -hmm. and go, you know, look, why not? make these things better because there's one metric that doesn't lie. And that metric is the environment, the, the health of the environment on the planet earth is the most impacted both negatively and positively based on the amount of wealth and the amount of, or the lack of wealth. So when, when people are poor, the environment suffers more when people have more access to money, the environment is healthier and cleaner. So again, like Dwayne very, very nicely, a lot nicer than I say it <laughs> pointed out, like when you take money away from people who are already tipping borderline, and then you start requiring them to pay $7 a gallon for gas and your answer when they're like, man, we, we, we can't afford to live. And your answer is buy an electric vehicle. Yeah, just you go buy $80,000 Tesla. <laughs> it's like, what kind of fucking so solution is that? Yeah. So out of touch. 
So, but then, then the people that get told that rather than look at the politician and go, what are you talking about? They'll turn to their neighbor and go, you're killing the planet and it's killing me. And it, it just, you get this miss aimed, misguided anger and it's, it's chaos. Well, and it also breeds this mentality of, I deserve something. I, you know, I've, if I deserve, I can't afford that Tesla. So you need to subsidize. Yeah. You need to be able to support my ability to purchase one, provide it for me, make it cheaper because I can't do it. So you're going to have been, you're making me do it. So you need to be able to, to do that. So real quick, back to the, the air quality stuff, go back to like London. Okay. Back in industrial back when, right. So, late 1800s, early 1900s, everyone was burning coal. I mean, burning wood. Yeah. Bad air particulates in the air, bad air. That is bad air quality. That's the equivalent of what they're going through in Africa and stuff right now. Right. So lower, poor countries, they're kind of like industrial London back turn of the century. Right. I mean, that's, that's a pretty good parallel. I think you could draw. Is that a good idea? How about we give them natural gas that's clean burning? They have more energy that way. It's abundant. We have a ton of it. Yeah. Right? Give it to them. Have them burn that instead of coal. Instead of, they're burning dung. Dung and to stay wood warm indoors. And to, yeah. To, to eat. They're cooking their food on that stuff. Even, yeah. Right. How How is that? What does the EJ movement say about that? Yeah. Right. They they turn a blind eye to it is what they do. I'll tell you what John Kerry says about that. They don't need, we don't need to give them access to fossil fuels. We need to move away from fossil fuels. So, so the people that are cooking their food on dung, he's saying, sorry, natural gas is bad. Okay. Um, When all the studies show that by burning those exact items indoor, it's the equivalent of them smoking two packs of cigarettes a day on their lungs. But they have to, you know, the, the choice is eat, freeze to death, or potentially damage your lungs over the next X amount of years. Like, duh. Duh. Well, or they're not going to do that, though, because they want to save the planet, though. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Right? They would choose to just rather not just burn die. that because they want to save the planet. They believe that, that them not burning that coal is going to save the planet. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Right? That's it's just funny it's like really how did they paddle this stuff it's incredible how how are people buying this This it's incredible blows me away that people buy out of this so i keep going back this too we may have talked about it in the past what happened hundreds of years ago right what what was there what what carved the mountains what right yeah what was that thing called again yeah (laughs) yeah what was it again it was a Hmm. I gl- gl- glacier, gl- 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 age, it? glaciers, glacier. There we go. Yeah, glaciers. <laughs> so if there's a glacier right here in the old Rocky Mountains, what what happened to that that glacier, Matt? I'm having a hard time understanding why why it's not here right now. We fracked it away. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, they were, dude. It's where did that where did that glacier go? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, did it turn to, to water? How did it? How did it turn to water, though? Hmm. What caused it to 
to melt. Damn climate change. Damn. Hmm. Okay. So it's the earth has heated up before enough to the point where it melted massive glaciers. So Bef- this was, by the way, this was a little bit before industrial London, by the way. Yeah, I yeah. Think, right? Yeah, this was before a couple fossil hundred years fuels. before they even found out about that. Yeah. Actually, fossil fuels provided the means to study that to find that out. <laughs> That's right. So it provided the equipment and necessary testing procedures and all of yep. the scientist ability to survey and you check got, all this. Got I gather the, the info. Out there. Yeah, yeah. Dave the driller out there drilling holes and yeah. pouring. Yep. You know, I, it's interesting enough because when you actually look back through the history of Earth, like depending on where you go and what you look at, like there are a lot of the Earth has been significantly warmer than it is now mm-hmm. for a lot longer period of time. Uh, and they tell that like looking at tree rings, there's so many ways, like you said, the glaciers, like there's, there was ice ages. So, you know, how do, how do humans fare with an ice age without fossil fuels? Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't. Right. Yeah, we don't. You can look at the, yeah, look at the civilizations back then, right? They thrived when it was warm, the warmer, the climate, the more thriving humanity was, right? You had to chase nomad. You had to chase weather. You didn't just get a setup shop and live year round and, oh, go get on your phone and Bluetooth to your wall thermostat and set your T. Oh, I want it to be 77.1 degrees when I go to bed. And I want it to be 68 when I'm sleeping. And I want my driveway to be nice and dry. I want my driveway to be melty and dry. (laughs) Dave, fire up the jet, Dave. (laughs) Dude, it's, it's, it makes me, it's, it's things like that, that, you know, we live on a planet where we have all of this super amazing, awesome information, technology, infinite information, and we still have people that are just lost that have ac- that have access to this device I'm holding my hand, which is a smartphone, that they have the ability to find all of this information, yep. Yep. but they turn on the Clinton News Network or Fox or any of these mainstream medias that are all owned by like two people that push the same narrative when they want to. And they, they all get their information from that. Yep. And, and that's, or they listen to a politician or they listen to someone who stands to benefit financially significantly financially mm-hmm. selling them fear Al yep. Gore or they watch the Michael Moore movies <laughs> dude did you watch that last Michael Moore movie no no I didn't it was good I, I dude I oh wait a minute I think I did watch that yeah one. Planet of the Humans yeah I did watch that dude yes. I, I watched that and I I was blown away he he actually I feel like and I, I'm going to say this. I think Michael Moore did a, a very good job calling out the bullshit of the green movement. Mm-hmm. And weird, it got banned and silenced and kicked off and deplatformed. And this goes against our narrative. It's false. But it's not. Like mm-hmm. the, now, some of it, sure, some of it is is up for discussion for sure. 
maybe even all of it is up for why can't all of it be up for discussion but to just cut it off and call it false that's bullshit that's complete bullshit i know that yeah my own two eyes i know that so that's the day and age we live in yep right so i think that our this this uh, information age we're in right now right i think people looking back in 100 years from now that's assuming that the planet is still here though maybe maybe it'll be gone by then <laughs> maybe the aliens will tow us away yeah. <laughs> but i think they will really look back on this and be like wow how do we let it's just like looking back at, at germany oh dude. in the 1930s like how the crap did that dude become the leader of that government right like what what the what hell what the what were you guys smoking back then to, yeah. to let that happen you let that happen that guy take wow Right, yeah. we can look back now through the lens of history and see what a grave mistake that was. Right, I think they're going to do the same thing in not too many years from now, 50, 60 years. Look back on this environmental thing because I think you keep looking back after oh, prediction, doom and gloom in 30 years. Oh, 30 years came. Oh, nothing happened. Oh, I meant 50 years, so two, 20 more years. Yeah. You, how many times you, you rinse, repeat that same? fear-mongering how many times before people actually start wising up to this and in the meantime i think their pocketbook is going to get hit and i think they're going to start there'll be a point where critical mass will be hit right yeah with the fuel prices going up with the energy going through the roof this this winter day reckoning's coming right where the the people the people who are actually impacted by this stuff not the richy rich they're going to stand up, I think, and be like, okay, this is this is crap. Yeah, we, an, this is this is actually hurting me now. We can't live like this. So, I, again, like you, you get to that point where how do you sell someone the future in a thousand years of the planet needs to be better when they can't make it past today? How does that how does that work? How do I, like, that's where we're headed, right? And part of me is like, well, you know, I, I don't know how many, being in oil and gas, I've had the unique opportunity to have a lot of these conversations with people who disagree with what I do. And what I will say is, is by and large, most people will flat out admit, wow, I didn't know that. I'm, I, I thought it was this or the other, right? But there, there is a, a percentage, and I don't know what that percentage would be. I would call it maybe five. There are about 5% of the people that I encounter that are just, there is no discussion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and you try, and you listen, and you listen, and you listen, and, and you show facts. But there's just 5% that are like, nope. Yeah. Nope. I right. got my blinders on. I got my cape on. I'm saving the planet and you're killing it. Their mind is made up and yeah. you aren't changing it. And ironically, that 5% are the ones that are affected the most right now with the price increases and the craziness that we're seeing. So I'd ask, you know, if you're living on the front range and gas gets to six, you know, $7 a gallon or whatever it's going to get to. So that's, again, that's just one aspect of your life. Mm -hmm. So you can't fill up your car. So now you're maybe taking public transportation or whatever, right? 
but everything <laughs> everything can't take public transportation to the heating room well <laughs> everything that shows up to the grocery store everything that shows That's up at walmart shipped dude flown it's, yeah delivered yeah via ups fedex whatever it all yep. is affected by the same thing. So then the price of that goes up, up, yep. up, up. And then you're heating your home. You're cooling your home. It goes up, 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 up. You do. You get to a point where, and there's going to be some explaining to do. And I just, my, I pray and hope, and this has been my hope for a long time. I mean, I talked about this very heavily about the pandemic. My hope is when the day of reckoning comes, we just look to hold the right people accountable. It's all about accountability. Yeah. Right. right. Yep. And who's in charge right now? Who's in charge of all these, these blue. Who's pushing it. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, look, look around. Things are falling apart in these blue govern places. And it's sad. People need to be holding their yeah. government officials responsible. They do. And, and I the, think that, again, that day of reckoning is coming. Right. I agree. You start ratcheting up and people's in their incomes aren't going up. No. For the, yeah, maybe a little bit with COVID. I think the average household income went up a little bit, but didn't go up 20% or whatever. Right. To account for this, the fuel and the home and the, now your grocery bill and everything. It's not making up for it. Yeah. So let's, so to put that in perspective, right. So highest inflation we've had in 40 plus years on average, which was like 9% month to month, year to year, month to month, 9, 10%. So if you get a raise of 3%, you only lost 7%. Right. Right. But, but that is a, so did you know, did you know that they don't include things like fuel in inflation reports? Yep. Well, why should they? That's not that critical. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? That doesn't really matter that much, though, Matt. Come yeah. on. Yeah. So fuel, <laughs> fuel, fuel goes up. Fuel goes up sixty <laughs> percent, but inflation's only nine. Right. Like what? <laughs> well, well per, per Biden, it's probably three. That's yeah, only yeah. three. Yeah. <laughs> Have some ice cream, <laughs> dude. <laughs> President Poopy Pants. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's weird, man. But there there are so many instances of that. You know, so and that's what kind of turned us on to this whole discussion, right? Is you know, initially it was fuel and refineries. So then you start you start digging into those things, at least I did. And what I will say is is a couple things. Um, there are way more refineries in America than I thought. Uh I want to say what was the list? Like 139, 149 maybe total. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a lot more than I was thinking. Which is quite a bit. Yeah. Um, there are only two in Colorado. Uh there's Suncor, uh yep. Suncor like east and west. Um, and their total is what was it like? like uh, hundred thousand barrels. Yeah, total a hundred thousand yeah. barrels of oil refined per day uh here in Colorado. Um, and we use way more than that per day. In Colorado, yeah. In Colorado. Uh, but only one in Colorado. So and, everything else is imported in, which and, means it's trucked. Right. And by the way, speaking of Suncor, since you brought that up, do you know how intense they're getting about trying to shut down that refinery? You know, I, I haven't. Suncor, I'm, I'm surprised Suncor hasn't just said, you know what? Screw y'all. I'm yeah. out of here. I'll go to Texas. I'll right. open up the 
you know, you said there's 130. I'll open up the 50th one in Texas, or yeah, <laughs> Texas, Louisiana own the majority of there. I think there are a lot of them in there, right? There's only one in Colorado, so and, they does, want, and they are fighting like crazy to shut that down right now. Over like over crazy. environmental justice. Yes, it's all it's all EJ right? stuff. Yeah. yeah, they're disproportionately impacting the communities yeah. because the poorer populations live in that area. They live close by. Close by. Yep. So so if that goes away. If that 100,000 barrels that is refined right here in Colorado goes away, I wonder what increase gas prices oh. will go up in Colorado oh again. Oh, my gosh. Now Can that's, you imagine? And don't now forget. Now, that's after. Don't forget they need to refine their, yeah. their fuel blend. Again. Right? right? Yeah. They so that's after. after. That's in a year or two when it kicks in. Yeah. So wait for that to kick into. Now, yeah. also, now you're going to be paying a premium because now you have to go to Louisiana or something, have them make your special uh, severe non-attainment fuel blend. Are they going to do that? No, they're going to charge you more for that, right? And, oh, oh yeah. and now you got to ship it clear over there. And how many yeah. how many barrels can you get on a, a transport truck, man? Uh, gallon. How many gallons or barrels can you get on there? So the biggest transport that I'm aware of over the road for like diesel fuel holds about 7,500 gallons. That's, that's the equivalent uh, per storage. I believe that's the equivalent of two gas stations for a day's use. Wow. Two, two, two gas stations for a day's use, right? How many gas stations do uh, roughly do we have here in grand junction? Um, I'm going to guess and say, 50 <laughs> probably do you think yeah, you know is that yeah, i may yeah. be off by some but plus or minus probably right. 50 right so so that's 25, 25 tankers yep. per day so just on the tankers now now you're you're hauling yeah and they you they're electric trucks though right <laughs> yeah yeah they're wind powered yeah wind they have powered, a sail solar yeah you've seen them going down the road look like right. a big pirate ship right yeah yeah so What's the carbon footprint to get that fuel transported from Louisiana or wherever? Just even if it's in Wyoming. Yeah. Instead of having a refinery. Instead of having it right there. It's it's right there. Yeah. They ha- they truck it. They're half hour, hour away from most gas stations in, in Denver. Right? So, so are these people evil or stupid? <laughs> well, and then guess who gets the black eye for the whole thing? This is the real pisser of it all. Yeah. It's it's oil and gas's oil and fault. Gas. I mean, you come greedy, on. you greedy bastards. Meanwhile, the, the government's me? the government's making a dollar a gallon on every right. gallon they sell. The dollar the government's stealing it, yeah. I should say. Well, they need to. They need to subsidize yeah. all the green crap, man. Free. Where, free. where, where else are going to get that? It's free. Free. What you can't, the? you can't run a solar panel around here <laughs> on its own yeah. and expect it to pay for itself. So I Speaking of free, I, I had the unique opportunity to work with a gentleman from Venezuela on my last mm-hmm. go around at work. Uh, he was a representative out there, and, and I like don't want to get into the detail. Recently, like through all the turmoil there right now. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, his parents still live there. Wow. Uh, he, I, I broke into the conversation with him. He had an accent. So I'm like, "Hey, man, where are you from?" So this is originally Venezuela. Uh, he is now an American citizen. Uh, cost him fifty thousand dollars in eight years to get his citizenship, fifty grand for him, and then he paid like twelve hundred per kid. 
He should have just gone to Mexico and came up to the border. He could have got, he could have saved 50 grand. Dude. Uh, right? <laughs> right. Like crazy. Yeah. Um, so, so that's one aspect that doesn't ever get talked about rarely is fixing this bullshit immigration system. What right. a crock of shit. How can anybody go through that process realistically when there's no time frame ever? And it's just kind of an endless money pit. So, so I, I, we got talking a little bit, you know, and, and we started getting a little bit talking about politics. And what I will tell you <clears throat> is if you have an opportunity to speak to anybody who has been in one of these countries, such as Venezuela, one thing you're going to learn really quick is there is no holding back about their views and opinions on how absolutely batshit crazy of a path we're on. They're like, look, seven years. It took seven years in Venezuela. Venezuela was the number two economy in that entire area. Number two richest country in that entire area. Okay. Um, People, he was telling me, he's like, Matt, people were leaving their countries and flocking to Venezuela to escape their countries because we had opportunity. Wow. Jobs and money and people and economy. Sound familiar? <laughs> all these people coming in and all these people wanted to come to Venezuela to better their lives. Chavez got in and in seven years is all it took. Seven years. Wow. Entire collapse. Seven. Okay. Um, you know, and there, and there's that, a lot of government there. That government, it's, uh, it's not a democracy. No, it's dictatorship. Communism. Right. Is what his words, Marxism. Yeah. He said it's, it's Marxism. He's like socialism, bull, it's bullshit. Yeah. It's not socialism. It's Marxism. It's communism. All of our money went to the politicians and all of us are broke. We can't afford anything. Our money went to nothing. Mm-hmm. worthless people yep. waiting in line for seven and eight hours to get a loaf of bread. Wow. For a day's wage, probably for they just crazy. Yeah. Like telling him, telling me story Sad. after story. Um, you know, he, he's sending money back home, $900 a week. Cause his parents still live there. He sends them $900 a week and they can't afford groceries. Wow. 900 a week per week. Wow, that's more than Americans spend in a month for a family of four. Wow. And they can't afford groceries. They still can't afford it. And they're working when they can, when they find. So I just Jeez. a bit of pers- perspective there that I gained, you know, because we talk about these things and we try to keep our finger on the pulse. And, and I, I, I absolutely see what he said, but to hear it right from him when he experienced it and watched it, Wow. I'll tell you, he doesn't give a, a near as nice a version as I do right now. Like Dude. he's like, he's, he says, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and, and honestly, what it comes down to is the only difference, um, the only thing keeping us like we, America would have been Venezuela quite some time ago, honestly, without the constitution. Mm-hmm. If it hadn't been for the constitution yep. and second amendment to name one, uh, but many others, right. If it wasn't for the constitution, we would be that like it, it, without a doubt. Yeah. So you got to be very careful when you hear people talk about amending the constitution exactly. yep. and changing or 
anytime a government official is blatantly just going against it, AKA gun rights or things like that, we have to, we absolutely have to say no. Mm -hmm. Just like this movement about the kids, fuck your politics, fuck your PC. No, that's off the table. That's a, that's a red line. No, just not. Yeah. Nope. And, and, and we just have to be that way. You're talking the educational stuff and yeah. the change and do what you want to and sexualizing if you children. Feel, if you feel yeah. you're something else, then you can be that. Yeah. Yeah. Sexualizing that. children and yep. abusing and mutilating children. Like that's what it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, plain and simple. No. Once you're an adult, Hey man. Exactly. Live and let live. You can uh you can't drink. You can't go yeah. buy booze or a gun or rent a car. You can't do any of that stuff, but yet you can change your body, right? Permanently. Permanently. Oh, and then you're on drugs for the rest of your life, hormones yeah. and whatnot. That's yeah. Yeah, what a what a it what a shitty experiment. Yeah. Um and again, you know, look, man, it's like once you're an adult, as long as there's a consenting adults involved, like my personal view from, from a, sorry, my personal view is different than that. But from a societal law perspective, the mm. government should have no say in that shit. Once you're an adult is yeah. my, is, is how I view well, that's long, my long libertarian. As long as they don't, you know, provide federal tax dollars for that. That's where I would draw the line, even with adults. Oh, but I agree. If you want to do it on your own, that's on your own. So I said the government should have no say. No. No say, no part. They shouldn't take any money from me to give it to you to do any exactly. of that. The government should stay the hell out of it. Yep. Uh, all the way around. Um, you know, my, my personal view, my moral view can be completely different because that's my personal moral view. I'm entitled. That's, that's freedom. But I, I don't believe there should be a law that says one way or the other, because mm -hmm. that should be your choice as a person. I'm not, there's only one in my, in my view, there's only one judge and we're all going to have to answer. Exactly. Anything. And it's not the government. Yep. <laughs> and by the way, he created us a man and a woman. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. just straight up. That's, that's there's an how, entire moral discussion there. That, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. probably more deep than we want to go right now, but yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. But you know what I mean? Like to, to be able to differentiate between my personal moral views and what I believe should be in law. Mm -hmm. I think that's part of what's missing today, right? Like you get these feelings or these views that people want to pertain to them, but then they want to push it on society. Yeah. And I think that's where we're messing up, man. Yep. It's all give and no take, right? It's like, no, yeah. you will have it this way. Uh, right. you're, you're wrong if you're a denier. If you don't agree with me, Bigot, you're a denier. Racist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they put a label on you now for not being in the same camp as them. Which I guess brings me to another point. Like, how much weight do you put on those labels nowadays? I, I don't put any. Right. Like, it used to be, man, when, when I heard things like, man, that's racist. I'm like, whoa, what, what, what was said? Right. And now I hear it and I'm like, shut up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. That's, you're a bigot. Shut up. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, I think, you know, it's sad too, because if you were to back to your 5% of the people, just, you know what? I don't care what you say. My mind's made up. This is the way it is. 
the sky is not blue. No, it's it's yellow. And yeah. I don't it doesn't matter what's what facts, data you presented them, I mean, it's it's yellow. It, you're not gonna change their mind. But there's a whole bunch that you can, right? And I've found that have a lot of success. I know you have too, where you sit down and you tell people these things, right? Most of them, they don't know this stuff. They don't know our our, you know, the industry, oil and gas. They don't understand no. that. They just think, man, we're polluting like crazy. Right. Yeah. But that's not the truth. Man, we got more rules now and you know in natural gas dry gas like we are over here we don't want to lose that that's that's revenue right we we want to keep all of that dude right? that's that is uh i mean as we pointed out with the population that's literally life right and it's revenue it's jobs it's energy mm-hmm. if when 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 you have abundant clean cheap energy the population is wealthier. Right. Everybody is healthier and better off because of it. Costs Everybody. Everyone benefits from that. Yeah. Everyone. Because that impacts everything. Yeah. If you, if you have an extra $500, can you eat healthier? Absolutely. Or are you buying off the dollar menu? Like those are real life decisions, right? Mm-hmm. If, if your choices are heat your home or buy dollar menu items, like you have to do both right you have to eat and stay warm right so one little tidbit a piece of information i learned recently you probably knew this i, I didn't i just came across this the little little uh, t- uh saving tip for our listeners out there the energy folks like excel and whatnot this is just the industry standard it's not, not picking on them right but they increase their rates from between 4 p.m. and 9 p.m. So just a heads up to everybody out there, wash your clothes before or after that. Do what you can before or after 4 to 9. <laughs> it might probably won't save you a whole bunch, but every little bit helps. They, I think, triple or quadruple the rates during that time frame, right? Yeah, do you know why? Peak. It's peak usage. They eh, get more money that way. Well, they got to pay for that. House Bill 1261 mandate, <laughs> which requires them to to be go green. Um, yeah, seventy five percent of their electricity has to come from green energy sources, which is battery solar. So they have to rebuild the infrastructure. They have to build the solar farms, the wind farms. They have to rebuild the lines and everything underground going to them. They have to put battery storage in. All that costs billions, trillions of dollars. So. That's what they're doing is they're applying these fees Mm -hmm. to pay for their mandate that came down from Polis and his administration here in Colorado. Anyway, that's not a federal law. That was House Bill 1261 uh, signed into law by Polis, I believe, like the year after he was elected, 2019. Yeah, I remember that. We were in in those rulemakings, remember? Yep. yep. Uh, I remember in that in that discussion, I had my little two minute speech and I said, you know what? I asked like, what is this going to cost? And I remember Putnam because he was the, like he was the head guy at the meeting. I think he goes, we don't know. And I said, well, I hope everybody in this meeting just heard that. We don't know. Yep. That's how big that number is, man. Yep. (laughs) Or that's how little they thought through the process. Yeah. It just felt good, man. Let's roll with it. Yeah. Again, they got credit yeah. and hey, Dis- high five, you did something to save the planet, right? Yeah. 
How's that affecting who, who cares everybody? If that ratchets everyone's bills up by seventy five hundred fifty bucks, whatever it is. Right. Yep. It's impacting the poor communities way more. <laughs> Percentage oh, wise, they're getting screwed by the government right now. Oh man. Right? And, and, and yet they're the one crying for more of that. It's like, impact me more, impact me more, yeah. more rules. Fix it. Yep. These greedy assholes, yep. the greedy oil and gas. And it's like, hang, hang on. Uh, hang on. Yeah. <laughs> hang on. Dang hang oil hang on. and gas. Yeah. Interesting, man. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. It all comes full circle though. Like I said, it's coming to, it's coming to a reckoning because it has to. And that's where part of it's like, you know, Ultimately in life, you get what you put in, you know, whether that's if you get in, you know, and that's another thing that the gentleman from Venezuela said, mm. he said this free, this, this whole bullshit of equal, everybody deserves equal. He's like, no bullshit. If you work more, you should get more. Mm -hmm. If you work harder, you should reap the rewards. Like if you put in the effort, you should get it. Exactly. Not someone else get it for your effort. Yep. You know, and he would, man, he was like, oh, that would have been good to hear. It was amazing. Yeah. I need to, need to track need him to do down. Podcast with him. Get him in here. Uh, we'd have to put like a, Boy, a, a mature sticker on there, right? Like uh -huh. cuss words coming out, but <laughs> dude, just More phenomenal. Normal. <laughs> yeah. 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 More than normal. Yeah. Dave's out today. So we have less cuss words. Uh, <laughs> another no dynamic Dave today. Another punishment on Dave. Dave probably cusses the least that, uh, well me, I'm pretty bad about it, <laughs> which, uh, you know, I try to do better because I like to, I feel like every time I, every time I listen to some of those episodes and I'm, I'm like, man, I shouldn't, uh, like, I feel like I, like I get in the moment and I, and I, get pissed off about something but i'm like hey, i need to do a better job of articulating it because it's like look yeah yeah it puts us at that level but like to lose your cool a little bit and, and throw those out there it's kind of like man you, you kind of the argument kind of goes down i think well some of these topics are yeah it's hard to not get that oh, way though man. right when, when you look at just the hypocrisy thing you know the whole matt damon and dicaprio and all those guys you know just how blatantly hypocritical they are yeah that doesn't piss you off a little bit and they're getting away with it not only are yeah. they getting away with it but they're getting high-fived and way to go you're saving the they're getting you're saving the planet yeah they're yeah. they're getting paid for it they're getting paid to push push a message that takes money away from us yeah that's that's the part that just makes my blood boil mm -hmm. and then people buy it man not only are they not getting consequences, but they're getting rewarded. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tell me that system's not wrecked. Broken. Yep. Crazy, man. Give them tax dollars too now, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Subsidize them green guys. Yeah. That's right. The Inflation Inflation Act. Yep. That's just reading more about that little gem. Mm. Inflation Inflation Act. Chock full of good stuff. Huh? Dude. Oh. How many, how many environmental activist groups are getting big old checks right about now? Oh, gearing up. Hmm? What, what's going to happen? We're just, we aren't even seeing it yet. No. Right? Just wait. Give it some time. We'll, we'll see the impact of this Inflation Inflation Act. So. It's going to be big. Again, the, the hypocritical red flag going up there, right? Like, 
we we have this money that appeared out of nowhere for that but we didn't have the ability to help out small businesses mm-hmm. well small businesses they don't you know they don't do anything they don't mean much nah you know it's they're just, just they're just the backbone of the american economy it's just like don't don't treat them good 80 to 90 percent of our economy is because yeah. of small business yeah ignore them yeah step on them put them out of business maybe they'll form an environmental group that'll be their right. new business right yeah disincentivize them by taking more of what they yeah, yeah more of what they make take from them give to them yeah shuffle i believe it's it's weird man it's uh i think that was called laundering laundering money was that that's what that Bernie used to be made off yeah yeah it used yeah. to be called laundering money and now it's called government subsidies right now, now it's called the woke agenda <laughs> yeah. yeah wokeism go woke yeah doing a good job wild man wild yeah. times what yeah. i gotta tell you man I just again digging into some of that um you know to, to kind of circle back recap digging into some of the the fuel stuff that's going on, like it's, it's very pointed. It goes, it goes all right back to politics yeah. and, and a lack of, a lack of foresight on, on the political horizon where it's this knee jerk reaction to try to posture, but the actual result is a negative. You know, I, I truly believe in my heart that most of the politicians, if you were to pull them off to the side, you get them away from the microphone, you get away from the recorder, the cameras, and you sit them down and you ask them, like, do you believe this stuff? Like, really? There's there's no camera here. Tell me, tell me the truth. And if you could get them to tell you the truth, which is probably not gonna happen, I think they'd be in the on the same same path as we're on, right? That they would not disagree with any of this stuff we're saying. This is hundred percent political. It, it's a hundred percent political. I do it because I need votes. Votes and answer. money. I, I need more influence. I yeah. need more votes. So I'm going to support this crap. I don't believe in it. No, heck no. Yeah. No, it's going to increase the rates on everybody. Absolutely. I know that. They know that. They see this. But they this is it. what the majority want. Is what, is what but that the conversation would be, right? Yep. Even though it's not the majority. Right. So if you can get honesty out of you know, get the truth serum. Stick them, give them the jab at truth serum. Yeah, yeah. Here, it's just another booster. Tell me what you really think. It's just another booster. Just take it and then sit them down. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid Americans fall for this crap. Dude. (laughs) That's what they'd say. I can't believe they fell for it. Keep it going, man. (laughs) Holy cow. They are so gullible. It's crazy. (laughs) Save the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, coal usage overseas is record high. Yeah. You know. Record high right now. There are... Because of all of that, right? Because of all this green energy push stuff. It's making the environment worse. Well, people <laughs> overseas now with this Russian war and, and losing the ability because they've signed on to all this craziness and they haven't actually figured out a system that works. They've they've crushed their own fossil fuel use and yeah. they're reliant on Russian natural gas. Like people are gathering garbage and stuff to burn. Right. To get through this winter, yes, right? Yes. 2022, 2023, right now, right now today. Right now. Like there are people all over there that are panicking wood, garbage. They're they're ready to burn all this to stay warm. So are we really moving forward? Well, Matt, that's that's not in America. That's not going to impact America, right? 
Yeah, that, that's over there. It's not my backyard. That's on a different planet. Yeah, yeah. Because that, that won't impact us. Luckily, the Earth's flat. And all right. those emissions just... Well, there's a line. That, you go know, away. Yeah, it, 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 the emissions don't go across the pond. <laughs> right? Yeah, and the, plas- right? the plastic doesn't wash over in the ocean no. either. No. So what they do over there doesn't impact us here. That's right. Out it's of sight, out of right? mind. So by us, by them shutting us down, natural gas, oil... We're unable to to ship our low cost product over there. They're now burning more coal because of it, and so garbage and wood and everything else, right? Yeah. So, what is the true environmental benefit of shutting down American natural gas? Really? Yeah. That that is something I'd like to ask ask the question. <laughs> right? Yeah. We need to start asking that question. Is our planet? better off now right what what are our missions now yeah they're worse we we can't we can't control what they're doing over there we just have to set the example well the warming actually we have the ability to move that stuff over there and, and give them fossil fuels natural gas oil we have that yeah. ability. We can pipe it. We can ship it. We can well, liquefy it and send right. it over. And Well, maybe this will come f- full circle now, but back to the refinery and export capacity, LNG exports. It's real easy to get one of them permitted though, right? <laughs> just, just add another one. Yeah. We, we get down on diesel. Let's help out. Let's just add more, right? How, how difficult can that be? probably why there's so many in the last 40 years yeah yeah because they're real easy yeah Yeah. real easy kind of like a fertilizer plant you know there hasn't been a fertilizer plant uh i don't believe there has been a fertilizer plant approved in america in about the same amount of time or longer uh all that stuff shipped from overseas uh just like the refinery thing like you the the idea dies in permitting because oh, yeah. the permitting is just insurmountable. It's, you can't even get it off the ground. Yeah. So then we can't, nope. there is no, there is no solution in that. And if you find the perfect spot, middle of nowhere, Nevada, they did this for that cobalt mine or whatever, right? Perfect spot, nothing there, remote, private land, everything. You get everything to line up. You're middle of the desert somewhere. There's no creek near, but nothing nearby. They will find some reason, some fossil somewhere that will prevent you from putting the plant there. I mean, they yeah. will find a way, Don't. and they do. They are very, very well funded, and they're very good at what they do. And that's why we haven't seen any more. Right, right there, they're winning. Yeah, yeah. They've they've made the process so much red tape. The red tape kills it. Like yep. like Coos Bay. Yeah. Right? Yep. Natural gas export facility that just died. Send over our gas to politics. Japan. Good price. Help them out. Help us out. Nope. Shut down. Way cleaner. Not in my backyard. Way cleaner than coal, garbage, <laughs> wood. Like when you burn, you talk about air pollution, right? like particulates, like burning wood. Like, you know, here in the valley, I think about that a lot. 
Like, cause if you get up higher in the Valley, like January when it's really cold mm-hmm. and like our air is just so clear and clean. And it used to not be that way when people were burning wood to oh, yeah. heat their homes. And now right. that everybody's on natural gas, like you can, it'll be 10, 15 below zero. And, and the Valley is just like, yeah, you can see all the way across like right. 50 miles. Like, yep. And the population has went up. Mm-hmm. Like that's, those are the metrics that people don't talk about. Like, you know, uh, Garfield County with all the studies that they did. Garfield County yeah. did a, a very, they jumped in pretty hard on doing air studies and water quality studies. Yes. Uh, some cutting edge. Um, Cause they wanted the facts. They wanted the yeah. data. Right. And that data came out and was very supportive of natural gas production and operations and extraction here in america here in colorado it it supported everything yeah uh but that never made it to the light of day it was squashed and then the new rules came out and they just didn't even read those didn't fit their agenda it didn't it went it was 180 from the agenda yep and those air studies were top notch man Mm -hmm. we didn't know how you know we were involved in a lot of that yeah and and the way that it was done like we didn't know what they were doing and how they were doing it they would go out and get their samples and Hey, we did some samples the other day. What did you guys have going on when we were operating? And we tell them how we, well, we had this going on. This was here. This was here. This was here. And then all that went into the hopper and all the data came out. We got the results when everybody else saw the results. Mm-hmm. We looked at it and we're like, oh, just like we thought. Actually, it was, it was, uh, I got to admit, it was better. Better. Yeah. It was better than I thought. And I'm in the industry and it was better than I thought. Yeah. It's like, damn, that's. Like that should be the end of the discussion, but it wasn't, you know, because for oh. years here in Colorado, the well count was going up, the production was going up, but the air quality was going up mm-hmm. and the water quality was going up. And it's like, well, hang on. Isn't that against everything you're saying? Like the water and the air is cleaner than it's ever been. And we have more yeah. natural gas wells and yeah. more development, more e- production. Yeah. Even right in Battle of Mesa, the who... Yeah. World Health Organization ranked Battlement Mesa top five best air quality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> top five. Top five. Yeah. Yep. And we were drilling yeah. and yeah. complete fracking. Dirty frackers. We were yeah. doing that right in there, man. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. Until it was but just hey, ignored. Doesn't fit the narrative. Yeah. No, crush that. Squash it before it goes anywhere. Sorry, the Sierra Club who gets their millions of dollars from Russia says that it's bad. Okay, so we're going to shut it down in America. Yep. The news outlets, uh, they don't want to publish that. That's, they they didn't either. That's against, yeah, against the grain. Yep. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, pretty sad. So. Well, day reckoning's coming. Oh, yeah. Right. We're fighting the fight. Trying to get the word out there. Having discussions, one discussion at a time. Yep. Talk a little smack, hang a little uh, crap on Dave. <laughs> That's right. It's Dave's fault, really. Yeah, damn it, Dave. I, I feel he's partly to blame for a lot of this stuff. I agree. When he comes back, we're going to let him have it. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, he'll be back uh, the next couple. <laughs> yeah. We'll let him have it. He might be on Leo Leo's yacht. I, he probably was. He might yeah. be vacationing right now on Leo's yacht. Yeah. Maybe he's learning something. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. He's increasing his carbon footprint, I think, is what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but in an environmental way. Yeah. yeah in yeah. a woke kind of way. In though. a woke way, he's yeah. saving the planet by flying around in a helicopter with Leo. Woke Dave. Yeah. <laughs> woke Dave. Uh, well, he's got a lot of nicknames. He, he does. Mayor today. Dave. You know, Mayor Dave is always a good one. Mayor Dave, everywhere you go, yep. Dave knows everybody. Mayor yep. Dave. That's why he's probably with Leo. Yeah. Woke sure Dave, Mayor Dave, Truck Driver Dave, yep. Fragger Dave, Frack Daddy Dave, <laughs> uh, Dynamic Dave. Yeah, right. Well, Dwayne. I love it. Gotta say, buddy. I, I learned a lot, man, digging into that. That was good. Yeah, I would encourage everybody. talk was, was fantastic. But uh, yeah, I think um, unfortunately there is no, there is no relief in sight for any additional uh refineries that i can honestly think of um so i i think the next best thing to do is to try to pull the politics out of the operating part of these refineries uh so hopefully the government will stop coming up with these really good ideas that just make it worse uh and that's a pretty easy thing i think there is some hope there uh, now, whether or not to listen, I don't know. But if enough people can become aware of what these policies and these changes can do, and enough enough people reach out, it can make a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, because again, we're we're hoping that it's more out of touch and political rather than actual. So there might be some might be some hope there. So, what does the diesel thing look like in thirty days? You know, I I think it'll any predictions on that it, price is going to go up, 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 yep. Uh, because it's a tight schedule, yeah. Uh, and with uncertainty, price goes up, and I think, and that's kind of the double sided whammy here. So as price goes up and use falls off, but if customer base is restricted, then where does that end? It just keeps getting worse. Because uncertainty, 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 it compounds, right? So again, that's where the politics need to just, you know what, stop. You're mm-hmm. not helping. Every time you get involved, you make it worse. Well, they're going to, that that just gives them a platform to push the electric vehicles, right? Once you get this so expensive, right? hey, switch over. Buy the $80,000 Tesla or use that uh, semi. Yeah. With the 80,000 pound battery to... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, and that's been my tinfoil hat conspiracy all along was, you know, we are now on like 20 years, 15 years or so of the government subsidizing, like heavily subsidizing all of this green shit. And it's not working and it's not doing what it needs to do because they just can't make up the gap between that and what's working, mm-hmm. which is fossil fuels. So now the only option is to pull the ripcord and make fossil fuels just astronomically expensive yep. and try to make it try to make it as unreliable as possible. And that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. Like that's my conspiracy tinfoil hat theory. Well, they're succeeding at it. It's getting there. Yep. And I ask at what cost, you know? At yep. the cost of environmental justice. Yeah. Justice for everybody but nobody. Yeah. Yep. It's great. Well, good deal, Matt. Yeah. 
All right, man. Good, good discussion. Yeah, I guess on that note. Thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Yeah. I guess uh, it's been American, fun. American Dudocracy. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs>